Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what? We give you such great content. We've had everyone on here from Michael B. Jordan to Ava DuVernay. My, we, Michelle. Michelle Yo. Yes. We've discovered Henry Golden. <laughs> We've had Oscar winners. We've had Oscar winners. Emmy winners. Emmy winners. <laughs> Tony winners. Golden Globe winners. The it's least cool. you could the do. The least you could do. There's a rating system. And we would love for you just to click on five stars for us. <laughs> and leave a comment. Only if they're nice, Nice though. comments Nice only. comment. And you know... You know, we're very fragile. No, I'm just kidding. We're very fragile. We're journalists, so we're fragile. <laughs> but yeah, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Rate us five stars. Tell your friends yeah, about this show. Exactly. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Recommend it you to know, everybody. Sit down with your parents. Listen to this over dinner while you're eating food. <laughs> you eat dinner. But yeah, please rate us. Give us five stars and leave us a comment or two. It will be very much appreciated. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos. And I'm Amanda Nduka. And for this podcast, we have the director of a, a film called Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim, guys. Melina Matsuka. Matsuka's. Um, this movie comes out Thanksgiving, so yes. you know what? Wa- eat your turkey and then go watch this movie. because with Daniel Kaluuya, who we all get out. Who, yeah, who we all get we out. All, we all know. He's got nominated for, and for an Oscar for And newcomer Jodie Turner-Smith. Turner-Smith. But uh, Melina, she is an acclaimed video music video director. Grammy and, winning. Yeah, Grammy yeah. winning. Yeah. Grammy winning? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then um, this is Grammy. this is her feature directorial debut. Yeah. And it's a solid directorial it debut. It is. It really and is. And ambitious, it's, too. Yeah. yeah. It, this, the, the, first of all, the visuals of this film are, well, are if breathtaking. You, if you've seen Melina's work. Yeah. It, it falls in line with that. But the visuals are captivating. The acting, the story. It's, it's, it's very of the now, guys. Right. And it's definitely something that's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to cause a conversation because it's a really hard watch. Um I don't want to spoil too yeah, much. Yeah, we can't. I mean, we can't, I, I mean there might be. I had to edit out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We had a couple of spoilers. We but like, them out. still, just to warn you guys, there might be little details that we might have missed. You know, in terms so of spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, just not, in case. Yeah, no, minor spoiler right, alert. There right. you go, minor but, spoiler um, alert. But yeah, no, it's uh, you know, you. I had like I said, I came out. No, you make so many questions. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna ask so questions. So many emotions. But uh it's powerful, it's it's timely, of yeah, course. I wish we could get the lead actress on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we try to make can we try to work that out? We'll we'll see what we could do, David. 
We'll see what we can do. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Melina was wonderful. We talk about a lot of stuff. Yes, all her influences, yeah, her hype love Williams, for Hype Williams, who is who a, is a legend. Yeah, but yes, um, yes. but she'll be following in her, his footsteps. So um, yeah, without further ado, here is Melina Matsukas. Melina, welcome to Deadlines New Hollywood podcast. Thank you so much for being here and for doing this. Thank you. I'm so excited yeah. to be here. Yes. <laughs> um, and obviously, you've directed music videos, TV shows. Now you have a film. But what is what is your earliest earliest memory of a film or a TV show or anything that sort of gave you the the push to get into creative storytelling? You know, I was just talking to my mother about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, I remember. And she didn't remember this, and it's how influential it was as a film. But I remember her showing me Julie Dash's um, Daughters of the Dust. Mm. And I don't know how old I am, and I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> but um, I was inspired. Mm. I had never seen, like, this culture. You know, I had never seen black people in that way. Mm. I loved how it, like, lived in its own space and its own language and was so unapologetic mm. and was really... Um, intriguing, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and the way she had celebrated blackness and, and photographed that culture was immense mm-hmm. and it was such an inspiration. And then to find out I was a female director, I remember oh, being like, yeah. that's yeah. powerful, yeah. you know, yeah, that's yeah, real yeah. power right there. Um, so that's probably my earliest, yeah. I think, film memory beyond, you know. And that really had a strong influence. Mm-hmm. Even and now on my artistic like, yeah. vision and, and goals. Is that sort of what pushed you or what sort of motivated you to inject culture and in, in, in all that? Because a lot of your work is, is sort of cloaked in like commentary and culture and everything. Is that yeah, what it was? I mean, not just that film, but yeah. I really grew up having a, a strong affinity for foreign films mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for culture. You know, I come from a very, I'm a black woman, but I come from a very multicultural family. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. father is uh, Greek and Jewish. My mother is. Jamaican and Cuban. Um, mm, all that food. Also, why I really enjoy film and I'm working on the food uh, show like, oh, at the moment. The because it's all about the food when it comes yeah. to That's where my mind was. As yeah. soon as you yes. said, I was all, oh, That's God. why I like all of my plates. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yes. So, I really love culture. Mm-hmm. And I, my parents are both very politically minded and, and were very leftist growing up. Mm-hmm. So, I grew up with this. Um, this push to be an activist, right? And mm. to figure out, like, what are you giving back mm-hmm. to the world? Mm. Like, you've been given these opportunities and this privilege. How are you going to create change? Mm-hmm. What's your activism going to be? Um, and so that was always a value for mm-hmm. me. Um, I just never knew what that would be or what my, you know, what my contribution, I guess, to the world would be right. until mm-hmm. college. Yeah. And I fell in love with film, and I was like, wow, this is a real way to, like, create change, to entertain, to, like honor culture mm-hmm. and people and like represent the unrepresented mm. and give voice to the unheard and um and to entertain mm-hmm. yeah you know and to like just were there create s- beautiful art were there certain filmmakers that you you sort of uh looked up to like during your early days of yeah of i mean there's so many yeah and i hate naming <laughs> always gonna leave some out but obviously julie Dash yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Pedro Almodovar was oh. about, like, you know. Have you seen Pain and Glory yet? I'm done. <laughs> you have. I'm no, like, I, I need uh, maybe before I leave here yeah. I'll have a copy. <laughs> um, 
They'll send screeners out. <laughs> I know it's award season. I'm sure you'll get something soon. Um, and your V2 is, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite. And Quran and, and the, the Mexican gang. And mm-hmm. the, oh, and Rodrigo Pietro with his beautiful images. Hype Williams is a huge influence on me. Oh, yeah. I, just, yeah. I just got to honor him um, oh, the nice. other day. At this event where they honored me, yeah. So, like, <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. they gave me a moderator, and I was like, there would be no one more special than to have hype. And oh he came God. and like, spoke to so me, and then cool. I just dedicated my whole like award, but I had to dedicate like my life. I'm like, right. I'm standing on this man's shoulders. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be here because he has carved like his yes. own singular like you know vision and and visual language for for such a huge generation I'm a product of yeah I was about to ask that because it's like Hype Williams Mm -hmm. this huge music video director you're a huge music like you knew a Hype Williams video you did and you still do y'all remember making the making the video it was like Hype Williams was always a director I had those I was taping them I was like going back and forth you know like he really I say he's the father of modern black cinema. Yeah. You know, oh, and because of Belly too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Belly, Belly yeah. is one of my biggest influences yeah. just on this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you can see a lot mm-hmm. of parallels there. But mm-hmm. like, you know, we I, it also speaks to like how our heroes are unsung, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. how like he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. He doesn't. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. He defined a generation of music. <laughs> he videos. defined it. And not just yeah. music video, you know, or just like maybe because I come from music yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. which is like another form of filmmaking. Right. Experimental call it silent films as music but like how come also music videos are discredited as a like proper genre of filmmaking right you know yeah and it's like you you've created so many yes <laughs> you you were on the map yes you, but it, it's it's filled with work from like I- iconic musicians um when you when you kept on doing all these music videos because it seems like you just kept on doing back to back to back to back you're like uh, but how did you keep your vision fresh and did you feel pressured to always outdo yourself always yeah. I think that's just an ongoing pressure that I, mm-hmm. I put upon myself mm-hmm. and then I want to like I yeah. feel like as an artist we need to continue to grow and to learn and to challenge ourselves and that's why I kind of I try not to live in one genre mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. like I right. didn't think like going into the narrative space I would be a comedic director mm-hmm. and I didn't secure that was my yeah. first like yeah, yeah. into television and coming from Insecure I was like okay now I've done a comedy I need to do a drama mm-hmm. you know and then Queen and Slim came mm-hmm. and it was like okay this is you know it feels true to who I am as, right. a, as a person where mm-hmm. I feel like there's all these elements that I need to satisfy who I am as an artist mm-hmm. I think you know I'm also somewhat of a clown at times <laughs> I'm a drama queen another day and like you know we have all of these elements um to us, I think, yeah. uh, that we need to feed. Yeah. And so I've tried to make my work feed all these different parts yeah. of who I am as a person and an artist. Yeah. And I think that's important because especially like in Hollywood, you become known as I, I this mm-hmm. is this this always irritates me, but I bring it up. I remember there was a article and I won't say where, but it was one of our competitors. They were writing about Malcolm oh, can D. I say? Lee. <laughs> <laughs> they were writing about Malcolm D. Lee. He had just mm-hmm. like it was a new movie that he was doing and the the guy was describing him, he's like Malcolm D. Lee who's become a big director in the black comedy space. Right. It's so unfair. And it was like, like that's so like, diminishing what? of this man's talent, right, right, and, and and even like even at that, like if it was like a, a white director, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't say he's a big director Absolutely. in a white comedy. Right. No. So it's like it's it's always I feel like it's always good to you know show different sides because there's you know Hollywood will quickly like put you in the box you. And, they will. Yeah. and silo yeah. you, and, and it's like you become this type of director, mm-hmm. and if you do anything else, it's like right. what the hell Especially are you doing? Especially <laughs> from a marginalized, right? Community. Exactly, yeah. exactly. They, they need the to black like label. put you in a label, right? Right. To put you in a box to understand you because they don't understand so many of us mm-hmm. you know? right so right 
Yeah. I try to fight that as much as possible. Yeah. Um, you're here. What was that? <laughs> no, I said you're here. here. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, what? Um, <laughs> you know, we were talking about Hype Williams. I was just like, oh, it, it, it's weird because he did so many videos, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, which one was my favorite? Mm-hmm. Do you? Oof, that's hard. That's like, <laughs> no. your baby. I have, I I, you don't even, do you even remember all, you don't remember I don't all remember. There's no way to remember all of them. <laughs> like, because, because he I'm did sure, all like, of them. Yeah. Like, him and uh, 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 Joseph Kahn yeah. did a lot. Uh, it was that TRL era. Yeah, Paul when, Hunter is another yes. huge one. Diane Martell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can keep going. Do you, um, with, with, with music videos, because you've done so many of them, do you think, and you've mentioned this, do you think that that art is kind of lost? Because there is... It's definitely not lost, uh-huh. but I think that Hollywood looks down upon them. Yeah. It's a struggle I had to like actually overcome. Even just going from music videos to commercials. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like you say, they like to put you in a box, right? So now you're a music video director, right, and right. they don't understand how that can translate to so to, many yeah. different mediums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's been something I've really had to work on. I remember mm-hmm. in videos, there was a really con- I made a really conscious effort to start incorporating narratives into my videos mm-hmm, and to mm-hmm. really tell a story mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to break into some of these other genres with TV and film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really like with Rihanna's We Found Love, it was like, I'm going to tell a story and I'm going to do it where you understand it and mm-hmm. know who these people are and these mm-hmm. characters are mm-hmm. without them, ha- without having to rely on dialogue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I still like, I feel like I do that with my work now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I like not to have to rely on a script to mm-hmm. be able to tell a story mm-hmm. and have all the elements that go into right. creating a film really... Um, push that that journey forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what Queen. I mean, like we we watched Queen and Slim, and we could like it was just there was a lot of different. Like you said, a lot of different visual elements that really did, and and we talked about this at um, Contenders. How it was how you sort of you their journey was there was a there was a there was a purpose b- b- behind going from like a cold mm-hmm. environment yes. to, to a warm environment. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but when you first got that script, what were what were some of your initial thoughts? And was it because I, I think I read somewhere that you weren't initially. Were you looking to direct films at that yes, point? Okay, absolutely. okay. I have okay. been looking for a film for okay. years. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't in a rush to just take whatever came okay. across my lap because I did have success in, in other places. Um, and because I always have to be driven by the foundation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's what drives me to, to commit to a project. Um, so when Lena said she was writing a script, she actually was like, oh, will you do it? And I was like, I don't know. Let's read it. <laughs> um, because I didn't want yeah. my relationship to right. be the driving exactly. force, right? Exactly. I wanted the, the script and the foundation to really move me. And mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. It did in every way. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't put that script down. And that's really special. Like, I'm sure you guys read a lot and mm-hmm. obviously see a lot. Right. And it's, the great ones are few and far between. And it just spoke to me in so many ways. I saw myself reflected in pretty much all of those those um, pages. Yesterday, we had um, I had a screening at the DGA. And another video director I used to work under, Benny Boom, he saw it and he was like, you are so queen and slim. <laughs> I, see them in, I see you in both of those characters. Uh-huh. I was like, that's exactly right. Yeah. right? Like, I saw who I was. In, in those pages and in her characters and, and that's why I agreed to do the film. Mm-hmm. And in the film also it's a different different take on uh, police brutality mm-hmm. and um, and violence and you know usually we see it happening to right. the black you know the black person or the or but this time it's sort of the other way around even though they're still sort of you know um, dealing with the repercussions mm-hmm. of what what happened. Um, was that the, the film has screened a couple of times, right? Like, yes. it's, what sort of reactions have you been getting from like early reactions? Really supportive, okay. especially in the black community. Okay. You know, I remember. I mean, I know my people, so yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. You know, when we made it, some people were like, mm, "We'll see what it's going to be." And I'm like. 
they're gonna love it. Like yeah, we're yeah. always victimized in film, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think we're just like waiting to not be represented in that way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like these are their accidental heroes, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't let mm-hmm. something happen to them. They really take their lives and their their fate into their own hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, that's so. Um, I think inspiring for people to see on on the screen and represent it because we're always victimized. We're always shot. It's It's like like another one. Yeah, yeah, it's like another one and we have to live through that on a daily basis, right? right? It's like we have to struggle with that trauma in real life. Yeah. You know, so like on screen, like let's show what happens when this keeps happening to us. Like, you know, what the repercussions of something like this can be. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's always been especially with with, um, audiences of color. Mm -hmm. Like it's really vocal <laughs> the response it's right. really supportive right. um the first time i showed the trailer at bt like, people oh, cheered right screams you yeah. know they even were that like, first we saw the first well i saw the first 12 minutes yeah. um at, at essence and i was like whoa like mm-hmm. this is you could Which tell up to the, yeah. the killing yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. like we showed the first time i showed maybe a couple of weeks ago i finished the film and three days later we showed it at howard homecoming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was the most surreal experience okay. of my life it was so Were touching <laughs> i was but uh-huh. it was so first of all i felt like i was like a rapper in a rap concert because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. so interactive screening which i love yeah, like yeah. it's so nice yeah. to, to see people's reactions to your work in real time mm-hmm. as you're sitting in the audience yeah. um and they're speaking directly to me um and they were so receptive, so supportive, so happy, so sad, so like mad at me at times. They were like, Melina, mm-hmm. you know, other times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did you do that to us? Right, right. <laughs> um, but just like experiencing it with those kids and, you know, with those young adults, it was, I couldn't have asked for a better first screening. I don't yeah. know if anything has like lived up to that yet. Um, but it was so of, inspiring. Yeah. And to have all these people who are like filmmakers, they're young filmmakers, and to see somebody like me, you know, up right. there, I didn't have that. You know, when I went to film school, like to have somebody like me in a film like this, yeah, um, to look to. Do you sort of feel when you're when you're dealing with obviously content in a story like this? What sort of responsibility do you feel, or do you feel a lot of pressure to make sure that you don't, I guess, don't. Uh, don't make the don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Obviously, that we're very vocal yes. about things that don't really fit our narrative. So, do you feel a responsibility? Like, what kind of responsibility? Yes, I feel a responsibility to live in truth, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I try to base all my choices as a filmmaker in truth and authenticity yeah. because I feel like then there's no failure, right? Yeah. You can't deny what's actually happening right. to us exactly. and like what we're surviving. And, and so, yes, that's the, the pressure I feel is to represent us honestly, to repre- represent us truthfully, mm-hmm. um, and to give, you know, some sort of hope. Yeah. In a way. yeah. Do you have a, what, what, when it comes to kind of the hard truths, mm-hmm. how do you navigate that? Um, really like, honestly, like yeah. I put yeah. that trauma into the film. Yeah, you know? yeah, like definitely. When people are asking about the inspirations, a lot of them were real YouTube videos. Mm. I've, I've watched Sandra Bland be pulled over, you know, probably mm. over a hundred times mm. um, because I wanted Queen to have some of her yeah. in that. And I felt so much relation to, to Sandra Bland and, you know, Eric Gardner. I've watched that. Like, I, you know, we can keep naming names yeah, sadly right. because right. It, the list goes on. But, um, yeah, I really base a lot of that in, in real life yeah the, the the picture of daniel and jody on that car mm-hmm. is like 
it was iconic before. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like did you how did you frame that? Like no, how, how not, that absolutely not. Because that's like, I, that you know, I framed it in the film. That <laughs> obviously, speaks, I mean that that says so much about yeah. the film. Yeah, that, that there's so much character. Yeah. in that the picture. film is about legacy. Yeah, you know, and I and it was also about like you know how how black bodies are sometimes celebrated more in death than in life, right? Mm-hmm. And how sometimes we become these hashtags or these T-shirts or you know a poster on the wall. And so I knew how it was written that it was going to be, you know, an icon. They would be icons, and that would be their legacy. And this photo meant so much. And so I knew Junior was taking it, and I really wanted to also empower um, a few fellow black artists. And so I brought down four different black photographers, not to shoot just that one, but particularly for that film, for that photograph. Um, I chose Andre Wagner, mm-hmm. who shoots in black and white, and he shoots docu-style in this like Roy de Caravo type way, and his photography is is gorgeous and um, it's so honest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And so I wanted, obviously, in the film, Junior takes that picture, but I wanted it represented um, by one of us, mm-hmm. and that it was believable to the film, but also like believable to their legacy. Mm-hmm. And he understood who they were and translated that into his art and, and his talent and, and that's what we have. Yeah. And, and you know the story of um, you know Queen and Slim a lot of people are comparing it or it says so in like the log lines like yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? Not comparison? good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've been trying to argue against it. Yeah. Um, I do not like basing you know black films on white archetypes. Mm. I don't feel a need to. I think that there is a huge difference between Queen and Slim and yeah. and um, Bonnie and Clyde in that they're not criminals. Yeah, exactly. yeah. you know they're they didn't not robbing. Absolutely, right. yeah. yeah. And um, and they didn't really do anything wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like they're defending themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because of what the system has done to them. Right, right. And so I really try to argue against it. Obviously, it's a very simplistic way I think to understand. Oh, it's mm-hmm. this type of film. Mm-hmm. Right. One of our characters says it. Right. Plays Uncle Earl, who's tremendous mm-hmm. in the film. Um, but yeah, I really try to argue against it, and I try to show like how much more dimensional they are yeah. as characters and people, um, and I try to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I you do kind of see similarities, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I also thought of other films, yes, but. I was like, oh, this is its own thing. Because right. when Jody was on, I mm-hmm. talked about an old movie. There's right. This, there's this that movie. Was called, the 80s. It, it's from the 80s. No, but it, there was this movie called uh, Legend of Billie Jean, which uh. is like hella old. Not hella old, but like hella 80s. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this it, yeah, yeah, it had um, the girl who played Supergirl. Um, oh, my God. The girl who plays Supergirl now? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> like, she was also okay. in Secret of My Success. Yeah. And, you know, I thought of also, like, uh, uh, Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, that was a huge influence yeah. on, on Lena. Yeah. I chose really to not watch any of those films because yeah. yeah. I didn't want them. Yeah. I didn't want to be thinking about them yeah. when I was creating yeah, yeah, yeah. this. I stayed away from everything. The only the, – the film I looked to for – Primarily the car and how I wanted to shoot mm. those scenes was um, Itu Mama Tambien. Oh, This is one of my favorite yeah. role movies ever. Um, and just like how they chose to approach the shooting of the car. Like mm. I knew we'd have all these scenes and I didn't want them to feel repetitive. And I really wanted you to understand the progression of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to my foreign films. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was another really influential film on me growing up. So I, I wanted to incorporate some of that. Yeah. That and Taxi Driver. Oh, okay. Okay, Taxi Driver. Well, I, like, I, when I'm when watching the film, it, like, looks so... 
I want to say I, I love the way it looked like so much that I could taste it. Yeah, Thank in you. This weird yeah. Way. especially yeah. in the scene when they're frying the fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. always back to the food. <laughs> That's like me though. I was like, like we're open this when they were on the catfish. Yeah, when they yeah. were, I was like, oh. oh my but that's storytelling. That's yeah. visual no, storytelling. Yeah. Like you understand the place and where they mm-hmm. are, and it's who, what kind of house this is yeah. by just that that shot of him frying this yeah. fish up. Mm-hmm. You went into so much detail with this film. Yes. Like, so even I don't know if this this is the spoiler, but even the Queen spoiler and Slim, <laughs> like I don't know if this is a, you, you care to. And we can cut this off. Because, well, no, we but like not know not knowing their their real names. Yeah, yeah. Until that, that was like that. I cannot okay. take credit for okay. that one, but um. She wanted them to, and and I love this about. That's what one of the things I loved about the film is like you don't learn their their actual names until yeah. the end because they were supposed to represent kind of all of us. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like all black women are queens in some way, and obviously Slim is a another very general way to right. like you know honor black men and and a way that they uh, greet each other. Yeah, and so we wanted these audiences to see themselves and the characters, and again basing it in reality. Right, like, exactly. I don't use you don't know. your name when you're talking exactly. to people, and that they get to know each other. We get to understand and know who they are as they get to learn and understand who they are right. together. You know, mm-hmm. we're experiencing it in real time with these characters. Right. Because, like, black people don't get to choose. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. We don't get to live on and we don't get to, mm. like, decide if we're going to run to that helicopter or drive over the ledge. Right. They take that choice We from can't them. even turn, like, we can't even turn ourselves in. Like, because, exactly. you know. Exactly. They shoot you down exactly. before you're, you're ready. And it's like, I left with. Or even open your mouth to right. say, I'm exactly. innocent. This is not me. You mistaken identity. I left with, I remember we both saw and I was like, they had so many questions after that mm-hmm. film. Like, no, there was. There, it was a, it yeah. was a discusser. It was. A, <laughs> it's not even a word. Yeah. Discusser. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, I had so many, well, like, so point. much emotion. So I'm glad yeah. that, that it brings about that dialogue. Yeah, because there was like there was like anger. There was sadness. Right. There was sad, there was like why? Whereas it was questions like of right and wrong. Like if right. you know, there was just so you were just left with so much afterwards. But for you, did you did you come out differently? from Queen and something when you went in. Did- Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, firstly, it's my first film, yeah. you know, and I really feel like I was in a war <laughs> shooting this film. Like, it was, there was obstacle after obstacle. It was really difficult. And I think it needed to be. I mm-hmm. think it had to be because of the stories we were trying to honor, the lives we were trying to honor. It was never going to be a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and filmmaking already is yeah. obviously um, a struggle. So I was challenged, I think, every day. Um, in the shooting of this film and sometimes I succeeded and sometimes mm-hmm. I make it through mm-hmm. um, but I did have Lena by me the whole time you know to really give me that support mm-hmm. and um, and empower me in so many different ways like we have a real bond and a sisterhood because I do feel like we lived through a war together mm-hmm. um, so you know with stories and narratives of, uh, you know about violence against the black community we've mm-hmm. seen plenty of them um, which is fortunate and unfortunate, right. I guess. But but compared, I mean, I know you don't compare. You didn't compare this movie too much, mm-hmm. but the narrative is very much there. But how do, compared to other TV shows and film that portray violence against the mm-hmm. black community, how do you think Queen and Slim frames that differently? I mean. It shows that we're fighting back, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that Queen and Slim are taking their fate into their own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows the effects of racism in law enforcement mm-hmm. and what could happen, you know, in certain cases. Uh, it doesn't show us as victims, you mm-hmm. know, which I like a, a lot right. of these do, which mm-hmm. is real, you right, know. Yeah. But, like, I don't uh, – black people want to see a different perspective, exactly. mm-hmm. you know. And for once, we're not victimized. 
um, and that we do get to like fight back and, and take control of our destinies. Um, and I think that's probably the biggest separation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You talked about this film being about legacy, but as for you as a filmmaker, do you do you think about what kind of legacy you want to leave? Mm. <laughs> we <Yeah>. ask questions <laughs> hard here. Questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to create change. Mm-hmm. I'd like to to be a part of you know this dialogue, and even if it's a small part of it, but but changing what's wrong to what's right, and and helping the inequities in this world. You know, like this is my activism. Mm-hmm. Like it's also the way I entertain, but. I hope that it really does cause these discussers, as you yeah. say, discussers. Yeah. <laughs> and this dialogue and creates empathy for our community and, and some understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope that people can look at, at these characters and see themselves in it, no matter what color you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and know that like shit has to change. Right. You know, like right. it's not OK that that um, we're being killed every day. Right. Exactly. You know, and yeah. hopefully a film like this is not as um, pertinent today. Yeah. I mean, in the future as it is today. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, go, go, go. Oh, I was going to say, so, um, just to, um, as we wrap up. We, this segment. We, yeah. We, we like to ask, like, what's next and what do you have coming up what's that you can talk about? <laughs> I have a couple things next, really exciting can things. Can you talk about I can. Okay, oh, I have. Um, breaking news. <laughs> it's been breaking a while. Okay. I'm developing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really my passion project. It is my one of my favorite books, but probably my favorite book in the last decade. Um, it's a series based on a book called A Brief History of Seven Killings, mm-hmm. written by Marlon James, who was the first uh, West Indian to win a Booker Award. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts in seventies Jamaica. Mm-hmm. My favorite, like visual time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and is really about the U.S. being scared of the spread of communism through the mm-hmm. West Indies, and so they implanted drugs and guns and gang violence into Jamaica and mm-hmm. created terrorists, which oh. they do around the world. Yeah, um, and at the same time, simultaneously, they tried to kill Bob Marley, and there was an assassination attempt on his life because of the unifying power this man had. Mm. Um, and this is all based on reality. Mm. Um, so it starts out in, in 70s Jamaica and then moves to 80s New York, which is another really wonderful oh, time. Oh, those eras. That's visual, like the birth yeah. of hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> and then it goes back to Jamaica. So I'm super excited about that and I've been working on it for a couple of years, but mm. now it seems to really like be making some oh, some real moves. So hopefully next year I'll be in Jamaica and Kingston. <laughs> yes. Doing yeah. a brief history of seven killings. Bring and then back I'm, some beef patties. Exactly. <laughs> we have a lot of people from like of yeah, Jamaican descent. Yeah. You guys need to do a food podcast. <laughs> no, we always them. tend to talk about food with our guests. Right. I love food. Because <laughs> like there. these two are like huge foodies. Yeah. So they I just <laughs> eat everything. Yeah. I love cookies and no one. <laughs> so I. I've had cookies today. That's yeah. why I'm refusing yours. Right. Um, and then I'm working on a story about Fela Kuti is being oh, an nice. Yeah, I'm developing oh, cool. that now as a script with Focus. Yeah, did you see the uh, the musical? Yeah, I saw about? the musical. It's a documentary about the musical, but mm-hmm. I've been in love with Fela and his music that, since... Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I admit, like, I've heard of him, but then watching that movie. Yeah, he's tremendous. Yeah. I was just like, oh, Tremendous. And he was also, like, a stage. very much a political yeah. fighter. Yes, yes, you yes. know, and incorporated what we what we create, or we call it protest art, mm-hmm. with his music. Mm-hmm. You know, he fought back through his art. And it's just fire. Like, it's yeah. so good. You can just God, get lost yeah. in his melodies and in his instrumentals. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and so, yeah. My friend was just, just played him a couple. Really? Yeah, Dwayne. Yeah. yeah, he just did a it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No. <laughs> 
I love that your go to Dwayne. Like there's no other delay. I know Dwayne. The first one that came to mind. Like I could play fella. I'm like not really, but yeah, that'd be odd. That would be weird. So odd cast. Wow. <laughs> um, so obviously you've done a lot um, in in the in this filmmaking and and is there is there anything that you haven't done yet that you're sort of itching to tackle? Mm, now story wise, yeah. Uh, story wise, if you, or like you tackle music video, dramas, comedy, genres. TV. I would like to continue to bounce through all the different genres. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to do more film mm-hmm. um, and television and music. I mean, yeah, everything. Yeah, you, <laughs> like what everything. I said to begin with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to continue to challenge myself to keep growing, to not you know repeat anything I've done before, mm-hmm. and to do all types of different things. Maybe an art installation. Mm-hmm. I could do that. Okay, I've done that. We're there. Video installation. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and and the series like mm-hmm. it's really exciting to me to be able to create. I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Where I can create and direct and executive producer series in the foreign land (laughs) well Melina we are at the facts FAQs this is our our Uh -uh. round I'm just kidding is it like truth for truth or (laughs) this is just our random question (laughs) round yeah they're not really random questions well these ones we have for you aren't really yeah 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 okay (laughs) (laughs) um so first question is, what is your favorite movie this year so far? Other than, other your, than own. your own. <laughs> um, I haven't seen a lot of films because I've been working mm. on mine. Um, like, but what, but yeah. I think what will be my favorite okay. film um, is Parasite. But you've seen it. I will say, <laughs> I think it's going to be my favorite. But I will say my other favorite is Honey Boy. I have seen oh, that. I and seen it's Honey Boy. Incredible. Yeah. Ama Harrell is an incredible, yeah. obviously, director. And it, did a, it had a good opening yeah. weekend. <laughs> I, yes, I that's my girl. <laughs> but that film was so powerful. And it's so interesting. so much yeah. visual storytelling mm-hmm. in there. She is really got sent mm-hmm. and like... She's killing it. I need to see that one. And Parasite. I Parasite. Seen Parasite. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. And Atlantics. Second. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw it. I have Atlantic. not seen that. Yeah, I did the But Q&A. I'm dying to see it. Oh, have yeah, you? It was, it was good. Yeah, it was really, I'm and it's dying definitely to like see a, it. Like, especially like for, it, it's definitely the type of film that I haven't seen come out of that, like Africa. Exactly. So I was, I was all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, excited yeah. about those. Yeah. 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 I watched Parasite for the second time this weekend. Uh, I'm so <laughs> jealous. And I was like, oh, because once you know what happens, then you start paying attention to these. I think Bong Joon-ho was just. He's yeah, I just Love watched him. I watched and the Snow. fact that yeah, <laughs> I mean, because like I want to talk about when we did our, our, our studio at Contenders, and he would I would ask him a question in English, he'd answer in Korean. Yes, and then I would I was like, oh, that is such a boss a, it, it is a boss move. <laughs> that is <such> a <laughs> it is a boss. Move. Oh, you never knew what he was saying, <laughs> but no, but still, it was but he like, speaks English. Right? He speaks English. Yeah, and but I was he, like, he was gonna make you speak his yeah, language. So he was like, oh, you know what? You guys figured this shit out. Unapologetic. I, I love that. that. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't want anybody to like. There's no like dubbing his voice or anything. Yeah. Like he wants. Yeah, I love was, him. Yeah, I, I'm in love with him. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> just declare it all. Okay, I know all you, the you mentioned Julie Dash before, but when was the first time you felt seen in TV and film, and a mm. character, a movie that you were just like, oh, they get me. That's it. <laughs> they get me. I would say. Denise Huxtable. Oh, oh yeah, I see that. I, that. I see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She is I who I wanted that. to be. I'm not as old as Denise Huxtable, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, damn, this this girl who's just like able to navigate through all these spaces yeah. and be herself. Mm-hmm. And some people think it's odd, and some people think it's great. And she doesn't give 
I love her and um, she was so artistic and, and beautiful yeah. and, especially when she really started dressing up during yeah, the Cosby yeah. show it was great I was like a what or like she when wearing? she went away and came back with like with her, yes. her explanation and she cared there not. was there was one episode well of course the Gordon Gartrell one where oh she, yes of course <laughs> but what, there was one episode where she just did one half of her face yes then, with a pink yeah I remember that, and like, then her dad blood. was just like oh what what, what are you what doing? What is going on? And she's oh. like, please, Dad. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. Is there a TV show or film that you that you love that people would be surprised? Do you, hmm. In other words, we're trying to get right. Like, name you have your like trash a guilty shows. pleasure <laughs> reality or show. Films. I have one that I. What is that damn film? <laughs> well, first off, they wouldn't be surprised, but The Real Housewives of Atlanta okay. Okay. is my joint. And then also, my costume designer, who is also one of my best friends, while we were shooting, she put me on to Love After Lockup, which was oh, so gosh. <laughs> really good. And Wait, now, like, I can't is get it addicted. PLC? I don't know. Like I buy it on yeah. Apple. It's just a mess. Yeah. And I can't Love not watch Lock-up. You know what? Uh, I we talked so about. So if this. you want the trash, <laughs> trash. yeah. But then there's some really great film, great shows that I watch. Um, but those, those probably are, aren't. Yeah, the, I the just ones that you're looking I'm for. embarrassed to say I I binged Love Island Australia. That's what I got. Oh, I didn't, damn, I took it there. I'm like, wait, there's an Australia. There's an Australia. I just, just watched some Love Island. Yeah. Like, this is also too oh many God. episodes. Yeah, then I it's felt so like many. I couldn't watch the shows I really wanted to watch because so I had many. to finish yeah. Love I just, Island. I've done, Australia. I'm still tripping. Yeah, I've done three seasons of the UK one. It's a lot. It's like 50 episodes. But I don't know why. I couldn't even finish the one season. I got far. All they talk about. And is then I was like, like I liking, need to watch yeah, either. they don't. Ha- it's like, so I don't know if you watch it. All they do I, is I'm like they, they stay on this island, right? It's so bad. they wake Why up. Put- <laughs> <laughs> Not on my podcast. No, they, but it's 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 the 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 most like dense not dense well, okay it's dense show, but it's so it's so interesting though because all they is it like a they have the same study? conversations yes. every single it time. Is. About, They're just like laying around in their bathing suits, like trying to mess up each other's relationships. And then at night they'll like put makeup, like they'll get dressed up and they'll come out and just talk again. And like all they do, all, the, all they're doing is, is there to find love. So right. they pick a couple, right. and then they bring in all these other people to break them. And there's, up, all, so. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> they really do. They <laughs> see. This they, is exactly why I'm scared to watch it. It's so, no, no, you'll get, you'll get, you'll get like you'll, that's all, you won't I'll, be able to look away. No, seriously, it's a problem. I'll, it's, I'll it's stick a problem. to a great British baking show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrace House. No one really is on board the Terrace I don't know, House. Terrace, yeah. Terrace House is what it's 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 a uh, it's kind of the real world in Japan. Okay, oh yeah, you told me it's a Netflix. Interesting because they're so polite to each other. Mm. Yeah, it's an yeah, interesting right. dynamic. Love Island, they're but anyways, <laughs> Love Island. We'll I mean, get if to you them. have time, like, <laughs> <laughs> Real Housewives. Yeah, so, so I do Real Housewives too. I do Beverly Hills though. Uh, Atlanta is really the, the Atlanta the one, one. They had this one thing oh, that I didn't like. Oh, <laughs> that's why the, when Phaedra had the they accused um, Phaedra <laughs> of date raping. Uh, oh, uh, okay. I, I couldn't watch it after that because I felt like that was planted by like producers, okay, and I'm like, that's that's just too much. It's taking it too far. I mean, like, I just I stopped watching after she presented She by Sheree, and that was a long <laughs> time ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, oh I'm my done. god, I hate it. Don't she hate it. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, good for her. I'm done. <laughs> good for her. Um, okay, so you you were uh, you directed millions of music videos, but is there one music video that you wish you directed mm. that you saw that? Oh, like, so oh, many. Uh, that I need to think That you were all, damn it. <laughs> you know, uh, 
D'Angelo, how does it feel? Oh my God! <laughs> Made by my my fellow amazing friend Paul Hunter, but oh it's such a beautiful, that video, video, powerful video, and it's one shot. Yes, a couple shots put together to be <laughs> seemingly one shot. But um, conceptually, I thought it was so strong. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. The song is great. He's an icon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just there's just such beauty in the simplicity. And yeah. I've never been able yeah. to do that because I'm always trying to do too much. That's my last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I've always been really like jealous mm-hmm. of that. Kind yeah, of that's iconic. That's era yeah. of D'Angelo. Right. Woo. Is yeah. this, whatever happens to D'Angelo. He came out with a new album. Yeah. But, uh, okay. uh, and the it, Vanguard. Yeah. yeah. But oh. it's like it didn't have the it was like, incredible. kind of the. You had to get into it. Well, we'll always remember. Yeah, we'll <laughs> always remember that feel. video. Um, so, if you can go back and give your teenage self um, advice, mm. what would it be? Mm. What teenage? Like third, fifteen, like, fif- 15, like let's maybe say 15. sixteen. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know it all. <laughs> you got a lot to learn, girl. So were you very like? I still am. Yeah. Very I'm vocal. Like stubborn as a teen. Yeah. I'm very much who I am now. Yeah. Who I was then. Are you an only child? Sorry, I'm like. No, I have an older brother, okay. which is probably uh, okay. why I'm so vocal <laughs> right. because you had. To, I am like, the young. Are you the younger? youngest? I'm okay. the baby. I'm the youngest. Too. You're the. You're no, older. I, I have a. I have two older oh, ones right. and one younger. So one I was always me. like fighting to be heard. Yeah. Because you know? I come from a very loud. You know, we're from New York. Like loud and loud. Um. And very, you know, smart. So mm-hmm. it's like, even if you were wrong, strong and wrong, mm-hmm. you know, but you had to speak up to be heard. And that's how I still am. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then our final question, we ask this to all of our guests. Is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it be an actor, storyteller, writer, producer, creator, mm-hmm. who is not in the mainstream that you want to give shine to and let people know about? Not only let people know because people know, but Hype Williams. Mm -hmm. I really want to honor that man because there would be no me Mm -hmm. artistically if there was no him. And I am standing on on his shoulders in every way. Like, I want to continue in the legacy that he created. And he really carved, again, like a whole cinematic visual language for an entire generation, not just me. And does not get his just due. And I'm really trying to change that Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating on Belly. So if y'all come up with that. (laughs) But I'm like, you know, who's judging this? And it's wrong. Because that is a classic film. I need to revisit It's probably white people, honestly. Please do. (laughs) Please. It is a masterpiece. I I remember. I mean, like. Every time, because remember back in the day when there would be a music video premiere and be all excited. Yeah, and Belly like, was that too. It was yes. an event. Like yeah. I remember it was going, everything. it was like, wow, this then, is everything I wanted it to be. Even with like Hype Williams music videos, mm-hmm. it would be all Hype Williams. Yeah, yes. right, right. Hype. yeah, yes. literally. I was just like, oh, oh my God, yeah. you know this video and was going to be good. And just the way he photographed and like taught yeah. us how to celebrate ourselves mm-hmm. and our culture and like be and you know have our own language and and be unapologetic about that like you talk about you know parasite and and doing that like he did that for Mm. us Mm -hmm. you know but because people don't understand it they discredit it yeah oh my god hype hype williams hype williams come on the podcast yeah i'm trying to bring him on out now he he likes to like lay low but i'm like if i gotta be out here (laughs) you gotta be out here too he needs to have like some sort of resurgence i said that the other day i was like he's my scorsese you're my fincher like if he would He's make a three that. and a half hour film, right? I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all would. Three and a half hour music video. A three and a half hour music video yeah. with Fish Island. Yes. With, with all these, I would watch it. Yes. yes. Irishman, on the other hand, mm. I'll wait for I'll wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Again, I'm not part of the podcast. I'll be outside. I'm saying. Know this man. I don't know this Sorry man. for this man. <laughs> Sorry for this I man. Worn my shirt yeah. 
But well, thank you Malina, so much. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much for being thank here. And congrats on the film. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thanks Delicious. for making that fun for me. Yes. yes. We always do. I appreciate it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.